Hello everyone and welcome to Manager Mayhem. I'm Jack Kitson and once again I'm joined by Simon Lillycrap. Regular as Bryce. This, uh, is that a phrase? Is that a saying? Yeah, well I'm here again anyway. He's here, we can't get rid of him. And also we're happy to welcome our odds comparison expert from the sportsman, Anton Eaton. Good morning Jack. Good morning mate, thanks for joining us today. Right, it's a little bit deja vu but we're going to have a quick chat about Antonio Conte and who's going to replace him. We're going to look to the appointment of uh, Paul Heckingbottom at Leeds. See the right man for the job, should he have left Barnsley. Now there's obviously a vacancy at Barnsley. Who will replace him there? Simon Grayson's the scorching hot favourite for the Bradford job. Craig Bellamy is the favourite for the Oxford job. Can they finally appoint a new manager? And we'll also briefly look at Ronald Koeman is back in the dugout with Netherlands. And Anton will pick his manager of the week. Let's start off with uh, Conte and Chelsea. Right, we'll scrap all the usual faff. We'll just go straight in. If he's sat, if they don't beat West Brom this, on Monday, who's replacing him in the here and now? Simon. I think, logically, it would be hitting to the end of the season, obviously. That's what Chelsea know. That's what they'll probably do. He'll, he'd take it again, you know. He's always available for, for them. Um, but I'd love to see, favourite at the moment, 11-8 Luis Enrique get into English football and see what he can do. I think he'd be brilliant for Chelsea. He, uh, he think he won the treble at Barcelona. Am I right in saying that? He did, that? yeah. Um, Nine of the 14 trophies he won there. In, yeah, he won at least two trophies in every season. Now, I know everyone's like, oh, Barcelona, it's easy there, you know, all the players they've got, but it's, it's not that easy to, to win the treble, is it? So I'd love to see him in England, um, but logically heading to the end of the season. My, my pick would be Enrique. Enrique. Hiddink's got the best win percentage in the league of any manager under uh, Abramovich. Uh, you got him at 14-1, to 1, did you, Anton? I did, in terms of a betting prospect. I think Gus Hiddink's a real real steal. I know some bookmakers are 3-1, to 4-1, four, four and there's actually 14-1 to 1 available with, with Betfair that will be the new manager. And though the rules on, under that market do state that he'll have to have at least 10 games as interim manager or, or caretaker before you are paid out. But there's a massive disparity in, in the price there. And I, I really can't see him beating West Brom on Monday. I, f- I think things are real, the rails are st- starting to come They've crossed come a couple of yeah. Chelsea managers a job, West Brom. They have, Pardew yeah. dancing around. He'll be looking to cause an upset. but Obviously, long-term, I think Luis Enrique would be a really, really good appointment. He'd be good for the Premier League. and I, I think he'd do well there at Chelsea, I do. But at 14s, I've had a bit of that last night myself, and I think it's a, re- a really good bet. Enrique's obviously on his sabbatical, but according to reports in Spain, he's ready to cut it short and come over if given the chance. I personally would have thought Hiddink would have come in, and then in the summer... Diego Simeone, could he be prized away from Atletico? Max Allegri, love him at Juventus. But if they can get Enrique now, it'd be a great addition to the Premier League. And another former Champions League manager joining this cluster of super gaffers. Yeah. They're stacking up, aren't they? We've got all the, all the best managers. I'm not sure we've got the best players. The best players <laughs> yeah. Right, um, that's Chelsea out the way. Um, earlier this week, Leeds appointed Paul Heckingbottom. A really, really swift appointment that happened very quickly. Uh, the surprise was he just signed a contract with Barnsley on the Friday, off on the Tuesday. Done. Uh, he's a Barnsley leads obviously have this big Yorkshire rivalry, uh, so Barnsley fans were left quite shocked at this departure. Um, 
But what does he bring to Leeds? I mean, he signed an 18-month deal. None of the last 10 managers have lasted this amount of time. Is he the man to lead Leeds up to the Premier League? I don't know on this one. It's a difficult question, that's a big question. He got Barnsley promoted, didn't he, from League One. He did an incredible turnaround. They were at the struggling near the bottom and he went on an incredible run with them. They got him into the playoffs and won the playoffs. And then he's consolidated with them in the championship. And, you know, they're a kind of mid-table championship team, which is pretty decent for mm. Barnsley, isn't it? It's, it's all been done on a budget. Expect them to be yeah, knocking around well. well. I mean, the amount of players they lost, I don't know if it was in summer or, or the January before, people thought they'd start to struggle, but he's kind of replaced them, done pretty well. So can he follow the same philosophy at Leeds? He probably can. Will he be able to get promoted from the championship? You know, he's he's got promote, uh, one promotion on his CV with Barnsley, but will he be able to do it in the championship? It's a different kettle of fish. Much more money being spent at the top of the championship. Will Leeds want to compete at like that level? And will they trust him with that money, given that he's only been given an 18-month contract? Because what, that's actually quite a short contract it is, for a manager. Yeah. But long for Leeds. But long, but long for Leeds, Leeds. there yeah. you go. But I think uh, they love his, like, he focuses on youth. He brings players but through. He's brought John Stones, Holgate, uh, players like that. And they've gone on to achieve big things in the Premier League. But I just think 79% on a poll on the sack race said he's, they're not going up this season. No. They're a little bit adrift, but anything can happen. There's still 16 games left. I just think, give this guy time. Just let him have next season as a full season and just see how it goes. Because this chopping and changing, I mean, it works for Chelsea, but... I can see him doing a similar job to Lee Johnson at Bristol, Bristol City. And I think next, next he year... He was at Barnsley as well, Lee Johnson. There's, there's a lot of similarities, yes. And I think I think next year they'll, they'll be hovering around the playoffs, maybe. And I just can't see him having that little bit extra to get them over the line. I know we say the cliches, it gets tougher every year. There's more money spent, most competitive league. And all, there was sort of brink of a little this. collapse on it. But Leeds, there's so many stigmas around the club and you look at the managerial merry-go-round of, merry of, of the recent years and you, you struggle to see it. But it will bring up many, many positives and it will be a refreshing change. I do think Leeds were still kind of in shock at losing Gary Monk and he was really building something because they were trying to get promotion. People thought they might get at least in the playoffs and they kind of threw it away. He's linked with a return, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he was linked with a return, but they went with Heckenbottom. And I kind of feel for Barnsley now, where do they go from here? Because he'd kind of established them. Similar to Grayson at Preston, really, those two clubs. Yeah. You could say they're overachieving slightly, being mid-table in the championship. And I worry that... Uh, I mean, Preston did well getting Alex Neal in, but Barnsley, who need to be careful with their next appointment. Right, speaking of which, uh, Danny Cowley is the uh, early favourite for the role. The Lincoln boss, he's just worked wonders at Lincoln, hasn't he? Um, the only thing that... He's 2-1. to one, I don't think he's going purely because he's just led the club to Wembley, first time in their 133-year history. Uh, they can win the... The prized Checker Trade trophy. Best prize in football. Checkertrade.com. <laughs> and they're in the mix for promotion up to League One. He says he's in there for the long haul. I know things can quickly change, but I just can't see him going. An interesting early one was Gary Monk, who was the, the very early favourite for the job. They were loving it on social media, the Barnsley fans. He's now drifted aside to 8-1. to one. Uh, Simon Grayson is in the mix, but again... He's now one to eight for uh, Bradford, but the surprise name in the frame at four to one from thirty-three to one is Sir Mick McCarthy, and we welcome uh, Ipswich Town fan uh, Kieran Spratt. Kieran, thanks for coming on. No, thanks for having me. It's okay. And uh, right, what do you make of this? Firstly, are you happy at the news or sad? 
And secondly, if he does leave, who would you like to come in? Uh, I think if he's going to go, it'll be in the summer, I think, when his contract's gone. So for the time being, I, I, the news isn't really... I don't think it changes anything. Um, but I do think he will go to Barnsley if they don't bring anyone. If they bring someone in like a caretaker till the end of the season, then I think Mick McCarthy could probably be there for the start of the next season. I'm not that upset about it. I think uh, it's been a long time coming. I think Mick McCarthy, he, a lot of Ipswich fans think he's, do, he's doing a dread, dreadful job where I think he hasn't actually done that bad a job on the budget he's got. But I think there is, it, it's time for a change now. And uh, so freshen things up, maybe. yeah. Just five years, and I read earlier, I think you've been in the championship. I know you may not need any reminding since 2002, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is the longest of any current club. I think the last was Coventry, or maybe even oh, Coventry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even me, <laughs> yeah. I think when we got relegated, you uh, overtook our record a couple of years later, but that was quite a while ago. We were in the championship now, <laughs> um, and there's yeah, there's quite a few fans online offering to drive him down. Yeah, Barnsley, but I think from the outside view, Ipswich, because we've always, we've never really struggled under Mick McCarthy. We've always sort of been pushing for the playoffs or sort of mid-table championship. So it looked, from the outside, it doesn't look that bad. But the, uh, I read somewhere on Twitter that since 2000, so going back to George Burley now, uh, there's been 32 games at Portman Road that have gone under 16,000. 30 of those have come under Mick McCarthy. <laughs> so things like that, like it, the results were, I don't think we're going to get relegated, probably not going to get promoted, and Mick McCarthy sort of steadied the ship, but we want to push on a little bit further, we want those crowds back, and under Mick McCarthy I can't see that happening, I think a lot of Ipswich fans are sort of, they don't want to go there and see Route 1 football. Um, Ipswich have got, we traditionally play good football, but under Mick McCarthy that's sort of gone backwards a little bit, and I think we want to, we want a, a new manager now, just to kind of... And who, who should that be? That's the other problem with if we do get rid of Mick McCarthy because he is good at what he does and he can, you know, he sort of, like I say, steadies the ship and we are a solid championship outfit under him. So, and there aren't that many young managers out there that we can kind of, I'd like to see Cowley from Lincoln, uh, but I think we're more likely to go for John McGreal from Colchester. Oh, yeah. Maybe Tony Mowbray from Blackburn. Tony Mowbray, oh, we've got a Blackburn fan in Anton here. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my book. <laughs> Is McCarthy going? Well, we've, uh, it was only yesterday that I was reading that he once refused to shake hands with Margaret Thatcher, so we know how, <laughs> we know how much he loves Barnsley. But for me, it'd be a step in the wrong direction. I think he's done a good job at Ipswich and... He need, needs some more funds, and they're doing all right. I agree with you there, Anton. I think he's doing, from the outside point of view anyway, yeah. uh, it's different when you're a fan of the club, but I think Ipswich are a championship team, as much as you uh, say that. I think you can see some clubs dropping down the leagues and think they're underperforming or overperforming. We were just mentioning Barnsley probably overperforming at the minute. Uh, so, yeah, I think if Mick McCarthy can stay at Ipswich, then he should. But obviously it's up to the club whether they offer him a new deal. But yeah. I think Ipswich fans should be a little work, uh, wary of what they wish for because it could uh, be so much worse and, and go a bit wrong if they get a, the wrong man in. I think um, that's what it is. I think we need to take a step into the unknown a little bit. Yeah, yeah would you four, rather take years. a risk than He hasn't static. got the budget whether he likes it or not. No manager's going to come in with the budget. We haven't got the money. 
Like so, you said, you've been in that division for such, yeah, such a long time. I'd rather roll the dice at this point and just go for it. Mm-hmm. If we do end up in a worse position, we get you on egg on my face. But we I get you on in the summer, and you'll be in League One. Yeah, <laughs> League One's fun, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> right, Kieran. Thanks for joining no, us. Thank Cheers, you very carry much. on. Nice mate. Okay, right, before we move on to Bradford and Oxford, uh, Anton, you've got your Manager of the Week for us. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to give a little mention to Steve Bruce at Aston Villa. Brucey? Um, he, he's come under quite, quite a bit of bad press over the last couple of years, and we know he's spent a lot of money down there, and he's maybe been... It's took him a while to acclimatise to the Championship, but o- over the last few weeks, they've really got things together, and it's now six wins from the last six. They're flying in the league, and... I really think they've they've got a, a really good chance of, g- of going back up to the Premier League. Maybe even automatically, yeah. Yeah, because he was close to losing his job at the start of the season. Do you remember? Yep. About five, eight mm, games. Yeah, so yeah. Around here. Close yeah, to going. Will be good for him if they do get promoted because he could be in for a Brucey bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> He's shaking his head in despair. Uh, right, we swiftly move on. Simon Grayson. He was one to eight, uh, round one to five now, I think, for the, for the Bradford job. Um... Isn't this a match made in heaven? A, a club who are desperate to go up to the Championship to appoint a manager with four promotions up to the Championship. Do you agree? Makes perfect sense. It's uh, not a match made in heaven, <laughs> but it's certainly a good choice for both parties. I think I think you've got to ignore what Grayson did at Sunderland. I mean, I've said this before on the podcast, they're a club going completely in their own direction. Look at Coleman now. Look at what he did. Moyes uh, Coleman. Yeah. Look what he did at Preston instead. He improved them season upon season. He got them promoted from League One. You want a manager in League One who knows the division and can get promoted. It it, it matters a lot, that. And um, the thing is, with Grayson, I don't think it'll be a short-term thing with him at Bradford either. I think he could do a good job there. If they don't get promoted this season, they'll be up there again uh, next season. If they do get promoted, you can more than... <laughs> you can, if they do get promoted to the Championship, then you you can trust him in the Championship as well. Good pick, yeah. Anton, say if this did crumble... Uh, is there anyone else you think would be a good fit? I think you, I think Uwe Rosler at Fleetwood has done a very, Rosler, very yeah. good, good job sure. there, and he he seems to know the league quite well now, and I feel he he could be a, a good appointment if Grayson doesn't go. But I really can see Grayson going there, and I think it'd be excellent for 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 him and and for the club. Bradford really needs to. Restore some of that brilliant home form they had over the last over the last couple of years. Well, I tell you what, it is Jack. That run ended when they played Blackburn Rovers <laughs> at the start of this season, and, and, and since then they've been terrible at home. It was about one defeat in eighteen months or something it ridiculous. And, we mentioned uh, yeah. it on the pod, <laughs> and they crumbled. But I tell you what, Bradford acted quickly, fairly quickly, in in getting rid of. Um, Stuart McCall. Stuart McCall, that's the name completely <laughs> mine when black men. Um, but, uh, Otherwise known as still... the guy who drunkenly stumbled on a car <laughs> and falls off. <laughs> but um, they're, they're still in the playoffs, I believe, still in the sixth place. Sixth spot, yeah. They are, they did, obviously they were, they were third challenging for the, for the automatics, but, you know, if Grayson can come in, I'd back them to finish in the playoffs. I, I think they could they could easily win the playoffs. Uh, but obviously there's a lot of teams in there that, that fancy that, the chances there. Who's winning the league though, Anton? Well, 
obviously you know I'm a Blackburn fan, but I'm struggling to see Wigan not winning the league now. We know that Blackburn lost for the first time in 18 games last last week. It was the best unbeaten run in English football, and we've now moved down to third. We're two points behind Shrewsbury in second, and Shrewsbury just seem to be that skid mark that you just can't get rid of. <laughs> been sorry, Shrews fans. I am sorry, but they're now two points in front of us with a game in hand, and Wigan have got a game in hand as well, if I'm right. And they do. I think the last Wigan time Wigan are going to win the cup. Yeah, well, we're gonna doing brilliantly, and the last time they were in League One, they did exactly the same. They yeah. kind of started a little bit slower, but then once they get to the top, they're really difficult to catch. They know the division, and they're they're too good for League One, but I'm not sure if they're good enough for the Championship. Anton, does the lad in your office have um, Man City to win the Premier League, Wolves to win the Championship, uh, League Two by Luton, and then Blackburn to win League One? He does, yeah. I think he's he's set to win over two thousand pound off two pounds. Oh, it's not any more rumours. They're going to be the team letting down. Unfortunately, Rovers haven't been able to do it. But what I will say, some some Blackburn fans seem to think we've got this God-given right to automatic promotion and. It's it's really not not the case. So Bradford have found out. As you said. We all know that you don't want to be the team dropping out a second into the playoffs. That you'd much rather be, i.e., a Bradford new manager, all all moving in the right direction. And I do I do worry for Rovers if we did go down in into the playoff spots. There's a long way to go. You'd be expected to win, wouldn't you? That's we, the pressure. We we would, and I think many people have been expectant on us for, throughout a lot of the season. I think in League One, that's exactly the same problem as Sheffield United had. Every season they spent oh, the most. Yeah. Every season they had um, a new a new manager. They spent so much money every year. They were expected to run away with the league, and yet. They, mm. There were five years in League One before they finally got together, Chef, which you don't want to happen at home. Chef United syndrome, that's what we call that, Simon. Yeah, you don't want to catch that. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, but, staying in League One, uh, Craig Bellamy, odds on for Oxford now. We've been talking about Oxford for the last three weeks. Just appoint a new manager. Um, David Unsworth, ima- he's snubbed them. Imagine getting snubbed. But he's he's absolutely, <laughs> he's pied them. Uh, the former Everton caretaker, he's decided to stay with the under-23s. Uh, Craig Bellamy, rookie manager, no experience, but bundles of passion and desire. He's been working at the um, Cardiff Academy, he was in the running for the Wales job, lost out to Ryan Giggs. That might hurt a little bit. But um, is he the right man for Oxford? Oh, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Obviously, it's a gamble. Uh, Oxford going with a manager who's got not much of a CV at the moment, but as you say, he's got passion. It's very difficult to judge him on uh, kind of because we've got nothing to go on really um we'll say on sky sports news he was kind of he, he was definitely not denying that he was he's definitely in the job. Yeah, yeah. they were like can you uh, confirm or anything he was being uh, quite coy about it but yeah i think he's he's definitely i think the players the would respect runner. him it's in that sort of era where they know they've obviously grown up watching him play no, he's been a great player. I think he get the. I think he needs a lot of help from his back. But if he staff, gets a solid though, assistant yes. in, managers aren't all about you know motivational team talks. That's the thing. Has he got the tactical knowledge and thing? I know. I'm, I'm sure he's done his badges, but there is more to do it than being yeah. passionate. So a, it's been and also if you get the players the wrong side of you when you're passionate, uh, as we've seen, you can uh, rub them up the wrong way and not. I'd love to see him do as a cameo in. Yeah, on. exactly. That's what I mean. And to finish off on, uh, we've got Ronald Koeman, who was, of course, sat by Everton back in October. It's just been appointed the Netherlands uh, manager. 
They've missed out in the last two major tournaments, which was shocking for them. Um, it's either man to sort of conjure up a, a renaissance. I think you're the man to answer your own question here, oh, Jack, because well, you're a Southampton fan. I don't need you to. Do you're a Southampton fan who's watched uh, Ronald Koeman's side. Obviously, you know what he's done. Mm. And... Um, International football, different different bag of chips. Completely, yeah. But would would it suit him more? I think uh, I think that's a, a good step for him. To be honest, I was sort of hoping. I know he ditched us, Southampton, but um, I was sort of hoping he'd come back because we did so well under him. But he's taken a different route. I don't think there's really any Premier League jobs that sort of there are a couple of up for grabs a few weeks ago, weren't there? But he didn't fancy it. Maybe a return to. Spain, I don't think he's bothered with that. So I think the Netherlands job for a proud Dutchman like Koeman. It's the ideal job for him at agree, this yeah. point. Definitely. And I mean, it's a great job now because he can. They've obviously flopped in the last few years. And we, we all want to see Holland playing some decent football yeah, yeah, again, don't we? It's, it's they, that they, new they generation in... of players coming through now. That they're... I think they're at the bottom of their curve at the moment, obviously missing out on two tournaments in a row, and it's an easy place to start from. I mean, they can't get much worse, can they? I think they've got France and Germany in there. That's what happens when you... Uh, yeah, you tasty fixes. Yeah, yeah so good, good job for him, I think, and he'll enjoy working with the players. And I think he could be a really good international manager, you know, taking a bit more time, not getting caught up in the hustle and bustle of kind of everyday management and mm. just overseeing things. I think he'd be decent, yeah. OK, just to round up, we've got Luis Enrique, uh, our pick to replace Conte. Uh, Hecking bottom, hopefully given time at Leeds. The new Barnsley boss, just completely up for grabs, but we'll see if Mick McCarthy or Danny Coley trade uh, jobs for that. Uh, Craig Bellamy, perhaps a, with a risk worth taking at Oxford. And Simon Grayson for Bradford uh, looks to be set in stone now. And uh, Cooman should be here in Netherlands. And don't forget, Jack, our bet of the week, Gus hitting 14-1 to 1 on Betford. Can still get it, so go into the Snap set race. Up. Get on. Uh, yeah, review us, subscribe if you can. Good or bad on SoundCloud, iTunes, retweet, like us on uh, at the Sat Race on Twitter, and check out our website, thesatrace.com, for all the latest bets, odds, and gossip and information. Uh, Simon, thank you. Thank you. Anton, cheers. Thank you. Thanks for listening.